Are we on the air? I wasn't going to start off this podcast like this, but is that my lighter, Steven? Is it? They're like, that is my lighter, man. <laughs> <laughs> See, the thing about smoking is, I think wherever you go, like, what you leave a part of you behind, and like, you know, one of the homies got your lighter, it's fine. Said I didn't want to start it off. <laughs> Nobody wants to start off a podcast with, is that my lighter? Is. is that? <laughs> Matter of fact, are we going to call the whole fucking podcast that? Is that my lighter? That's the name of the podcast. God damn, bro. This episode. Welcome to motherfucking 80, uh, episode 85, man. Like, we are doing big things nowadays. Yeah, damn. Like, making it, like, this big. I think, welcome to 85. This is, you know, the Low Man's Asylum show, the great show where you get motivated, you laugh, and, like, if you think about really deep thoughts at the same fucking time, it makes no sense, but it's like talking to your ex-girlfriend. That's that's a that's pretty close. And like like I think that's the like closest thing that I can put the, like, <laughs> but like the cool ex girlfriend that you really want to talk to, but like she got no time for you, and it's like but she finally gets on the phone, it's like, uh huh, what do you want now? I got one cool ex girlfriend. Uh, how she like? How, like holla at me. Hey, she's cool. I, I I don't really talk to her all that much. She's got like a boyfriend. They're about to get married. I think. So, I, I mean, you say hi and bye every now and again, but she's that same way. She ain't never got no time for nobody on purpose, you know what I mean? Okay. Bro, do you remember back in our, like, like back in, actually, I'm going to just introduce you first, like, uh, way before that we go into, like, any of these stories. They should know you by now. Maybe. Now, I, like, I think they should, like, I, I think, like, what you were the top, hands down, um, leading uh, candidate of the Side Dude Services yeah. in 2017. Yeah. We're, I'm, we're trying to get... Okay, so like, uh, so like, so now, but you're retired, but you hung the condom, uh, the, the fucking condom up. <laughs> I'm chilling, bro. But we need to talk about something because, like, I need y'all to know that, like, I knew Stephen for, I think, this year is our tenth year, probably tenth yeah. year. Yeah, bro, tenth year. Because first time I met you, we didn't really meet, but we knew of each other. Because uh, you used to have a math class with one of my homegirls, and like oh, I used to walk yeah. her to class. And then like this fucking asshole would always walk by, like just w- blaring music, like in the earphones, no fucks given. Walk into class, like <laughs> yeah, it was quiet, and they could hear my music. I didn't know because obviously I was listening, <laughs> but I didn't know. Fuck all the time. That's, I don't give a damn. Then after that, man, uh, you walked into uh, Chris's house. Oh, yeah. That's my um, brother, man. It was a day that, like, it was just like a day just like this. It was a rainy fucking day outside. It was a Tuesday. It was like, December 6, 2008. Eight? It, it had to be 08, yeah. Man, it was a nice, like, fucking cloudy day and, like, and everything that we went to an open mic. And I met another one of my ex-girlfriends that night. Did you really mean yeah. that? <laughs> oh, shit. Shout out to Axis out here. Bro, <coughs> so I met you on that time, and, like, I think, like, like, but the friendship has been beautiful. Like, we've seen a lot of ups and downs, like, you know, like, towards, like, you know, in our lives. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think, like, uh, but the way that we think, like, it's so close together, and it's somewhat broken, and, like, for, like, a, a lack of, of better terms. A lot of broke. Broken. You know, like so, like a lot of broken, but like at the same time, they say if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And like I think we just think that it's not broken, so yeah. we're just like <laughs> chilling, man. Hey, man, but 2018 is all about progressions, man. You know, I'm just done being a hoe and uh, trying to figure out my problems now. So, man, I totally feel you on that, man, bro. Remember when I used to ask you about the math? 
of back in the days? Yeah. Hey, man, it's October 2nd, man. Drop the math on us. Oh, man. I don't even, I ain't studied in a while, brother. But uh, that shit, what's... So, one zero one one eight. Oh, man, that's a lot. Is it like, anything great in there? Yeah, man. It's about South... I mean, one... Somewhere up there in the earlier numbers is, like, self-aware. Okay. And then you use that... Uh, Learn, I don't know. It's a lot, man. It's, but it, like, is like zero a thing? Yeah, zero is the cipher. Okay. Because it doesn't stop, so zero always comes back around. That's so fucking crazy. Another thing, some like everything equals nine. Like all of the like nine is the only number that is like born into itself. So nine is like an important number, right? Okay. Like I might be saying something wrong, so don't quote me. But like, <laughs> so like you could take any, you could take the number nine, right? And then you could take like any way you divide it up. So three times three is nine, but three divided by, you know what I mean? Okay. It still equals one, and then eight plus, uh, eight plus one is nine, but eighty-one divided by nine is. You know what I mean? And then that you, makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and then you, you, it take, it's like a bunch of shit. Like eighteen is uh, one plus eight equals nine, and then three yeah. plus nine is twenty-seven. Two plus seven is nine. Yeah. that shit fucking <laughs> makes sense. Nine is the only number that is born into itself, and that's why it's right before the cipher. Or maybe it's not right before. Anyway, nine is an important number. Hands down, I had to always physically check the answer for nine times four. I don't even got to check anymore. I'm like, what's the next one's up? Which is thirty. <laughs> Thir- like three plus what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For real, dog. Nine, nine is the only number that's born into itself. And then you take 18. 18 divided by 3 is 6. 6 divided by 3 is 2. 2 times 6. I don't know how they do I don't know exactly how they do it, man. Oh, we dropping some gems on this show today. Yeah. Man, like, it, like, I think half of that shit is going over some of y'all heads, but some of y'all are just out there, like, opening up your third eyes. Like, yeah, I lost my damn self. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> 2 plus 2 to, like... Yo, but the main story about the ex-girlfriends is, um, I want to talk about the ex that was, like, oh, like, mostly, like, my girlfriend and your girlfriend, too. Like, like I think, like, it was, like, the first girl that, like, both of us were, like, yo, she's cute. And, like, I think some of y'all might be out there, like, you know, like, two friends should not be going, like, it wasn't even like that at all. Like, like, it was, like, man, if it works for you, it works for you. Like, if it works for me, like, it works for you. Then, um... We were heavy in the game with, like, fucking open mics back in the days, right? Yeah. But you were hosting your own. Oh, man, yeah. Man. Um, <laughs> uh, what was it called again? Just Listen. Yo, Just Listen, man. Yeah, every yeah, Friday? Yeah. No, every second Friday? Uh, third Every third Friday. Every third Friday out of the month. I can't. It was one of them, but yeah. So, Just Listen, I think, man, like, uh, but you had a DJ. Shouts out to Matt for, like, you know, back yeah, in the days yeah. for coming out. Uh like, but you had a lot of people that, like, like you literally, bro, bought people to, like, downtown, I think, because, like, we used to come downtown back in the days, but, like, back in those days, like, downtown was still kind of, you know, scary. There wasn't nothing out there. There was no, it was, man, let's get into that real quick, too, yes, before sir. we get into it, brother. Like, all right, so we know First Fridays was dope. So, we, I'm just going to say this now, mm-hmm. like... Our group of friends was Arizona. Phoenix's first hipsters, bro. Like one and down, know, and I know that's like a weird thing to claim, but like, brother, like I'm, I'm telling you, bro. We were the we were the art scene before there was an art scene down here. They owe us something, brother, and, and that's Unreal. real. Like that's for real. Unreal. They they owe us something out there for bringing it, man. Before it was called Roosevelt Road. Before it had all of these tents set up, man. It was raw. You know what I mean? Before y'all had Cobra Bar. How about it, that? Shit, brother. There wasn't nothing out there. You didn't have Joe Bot. You remember when Joe Bot? was what joyride yeah that we helped bro. built 
Did we we have so built that building? Crazy. Not, but you know what I mean. They don't want to hear about our summer that we own downtown. Exactly. I mean? Like art shows. Like the very first art shows were like down uh, there, and who that, put the art shows together? That was us, brother. Like yeah, that was us, man. And this was before it was organized. First Friday's dope now. So you got galleries and you got sections where people sell stuff, and there's like food trucks and shit. Mm-hmm. But this is before it was raw. They didn't shut down. Like we shut it down. There was no caution tape or nothing like that. Like. We bro. just took over a spot and didn't allow the we didn't allow the traffic to flow through. Bro. Not bro. remember like we used to like host like forty men like ciphers. Fuck, bro. Do you remember yeah. when we used to host forty <laughs> men ciphers? Who it would start with? It was me, you, Chris, and maybe Tecumseh or something like that. And Jose would be on there maybe. And swear to goodness, dog. And everybody would just be like peeping it. Okay, walk by, peep it, and walk not by. just once or twice, bro. Like this was like. All the time thing, so bro. Like true. we own, man. There, there's a we own a summer down there, bro, for sure. Like they owe us something for that summer, man. I think honestly, man, and I think like when fixed gears were like first coming into like you know bike riding, like you know like that was like I know that's the hipster bike that everyone wants to fucking own. I get it, like you know, like but like we were riding fixed gears like before like people even like fucking knew what a fixed gear was. Like they're like, huh, like. No, like, it doesn't stop pedaling. Excuse me? And, like, this whole culture that, like, we kind of bought up and, like, people thought it was kind of weird back then is, like, the only, like, um, celebritized? Is that a word? Can I say celebritized? We can say celebritized. Like, it's very celebritized now. <laughs> like, you know, all the fucking um, hip, like, hipster, like, you know, fashion that everyone, like, yeah. fucking wants to rock now. Man, it was yeah. the biggest thing back then, man. That was, man, that was all us, bro. It was before the more, the, like, the only thing that was down there that we could really kick it at was, uh, uh, Carly's. Carly's was the only thing. Matt, remember Matt used to spin down there? Thursday? Every Thursdays, bro. And this was, what, 2010, bro, like. Holding it down, bro. Like, every Thursday, bro. And then, oh, man, we put on our own shows, and then he would do sends when that was the only thing that was right there. You Yo. remember? Oh, bro. <coughs> and this was, all right. And this was way before that ASU parking lot down there was a dirt lot, bro. Do you remember? Like, that shit was a dirt lot. One of my homegirls got her tire slashed that. in there, dog, because we were talking shit to one of the dudes in there. We said we had to get a tow truck. That was a to dirt lot, bro. Nothing. That shit wasn't paved at all, G. It was the same time that DJ Rockledge, aka motherfucking Matt, yeah. jumped over the table and told this dude, hey, man, but your girl's writing the checks and you about to cash them. Like, that's the most hardest fucking line that you could ever think of, like in your own body, man. Because it's like all of about five foot two. Bro. Exactly. Like, he's Wol- not a tall dude at all. It's like Wolverine. Yeah, but this dude's arms are like longer than his than I am tall, bro. Like he, this dude's got knuckle draggers, bro. Like yo, like he does got like man. Shots out to DJ Rockledge out there, man. Like wherever you are, but just this whole. I like just the premises like I think we're only telling you this whole story to kind of like put down the main factor of like we've been doing this yeah like it's, it's kind of like been... setting a scene like letting us know where we like where it came from because I think we were going back to like the girlfriends at the time. exactly like, like it the just... time we were like it was it was like a free spirit thing like we were really active we were doing things and not only that like I mean fuck being modest you know what I mean that kills everything there was a certain like you said there's a certain amount I don't want to say celebrity but there is something like that man like as far as like the art scene went, like we were, 
the we number were, one kids. Yeah, like we were a somebody out there, and there wasn't really nobody our age rocking it that way. Like we were 18, 16, 17, Bro, 18, going into bars for no reason? Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? And we're talking, we're helping build the buildings down there. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm talking about putting brick to fucking concrete. You, you know what You're I'm saying? Right. Like we, we helped build, and we, man, we were just crazy. I mean, just so just to be in the mindset, young 16, 17, 18, 19 year old kids. Full of hope. Full of hope, uh, you know what I mean. It was it was all about the art, being free spirited. Uh, you know what I mean. I think like everything was free love back then, like everything, like you uh, know, but like, we weren't whatever. The, the only difference we weren't hoes back there, like at uh, all, brother. Not like, at all, man. Like I mean, not even a bro, little I was bit. Celibate. What I was bro, full like. <laughs> brother, man, I had just speaking about the girlfriends. I had uh-huh. just really gotten out of the relationship, and I wasn't man. That shit hurt. I wasn't looking for nothing. You know what man, I mean? That's like, so fucking true. So I'm, I'm with you. I was right there with you, man. That's, not trying to go nowhere, man. Man, like I was celibate. Then like I met Satan, but like you know, that's usually how it. And then, man, imagine like the ULM, and then I was putting on my own shows, and then like, but these weren't just like you think of open mic poetry shows, and you think about these lame clapping with incense, weirdo fucking yeah. And we had that too, but we were live. I'm talking. Ali, it, to keep it a trip, like keep it a buck with you, like fully. That's like a, there was like a hundred people there at a fucking open mic show at for least. poetry, bro. Walking like, by, like people would come stop by for no reason for poetry, cause like people weren't rapping, they weren't playing guitars, no. nobody was singing. No. This was open mic street poetry, and even with the weirdo. Look at my face and see yeah. that even with that, we had a hundred people at an open mic poetry show. Rocking, bro. And I think my main favorite thing about that whole show is like sometimes, like between the fucking set of uh, DJ Rockledge going, and then like, but you would take the time out to like kind of like break down the fucking verse to like a person. Yeah. Uh, which verse did you break down <laughs> that was like. One of my favorites from, uh, what's that shit from Outcast? Oh, yeah. Rosa Parks? I, yeah, I met a gypsy and she hit me to some life game. Okay. To stimulate and activate the left and right. Dude, man, that used to be my favorite shit. You know what my favorite shit used to open up with, though? What's up? All right, so in like, all right, so because we used to do uh, like slams and that was just like a competition between a few people, right? Okay. <clears throat> So I'd be like, all right, I'm just going to bless the mic. I'm going to say a prayer over the microphone. So if any of y'all know it, please feel free to say it with me. Mm. So I, you know, give like a couple second dramatic pause and start with one, two, mm-hmm. three into the four. four. <laughs> Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre is at the door. And then everybody would get into it and be like, hallelujah, it's uh-huh. preach, preach. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was my favorite shit to open up with because... I, even though it was lame hip hop, I mean it was lame like poetry shit. People crying on the microphone or getting scared or whatever. I wanted to keep it hit, bro. Exactly. I was bro. putting on a show. I was trying to make fun of everybody in the crowd, and I was trying to have a good time up there. Bro, yeah, man. I'm telling you, bro. We owned a summer dog. Like bro, we did. They, like if there if there's a, a couple book, of summers. If there's a book for Phoenix, like the art scene in Phoenix, they got a couple chapters for us, dog. And like chilling. And like we were. Young doing. Imagine if we would have kept up with it, bro. And that's the thing, right? But we like, couldn't. I all mean, the, all the talent and and all of that shit with no motivation is a son of a bitch. And yeah, like bro. keep it keep it honest with ourselves. Like having all of the talent to do all of it, because clearly people dug it. Mm. You know what I mean? Clearly, we went on for a whole summer, a whole year, where we were just being artists, but not having the motivation to stick with it and 
you know what I mean? That kind of fucked us, I think. I think honestly, mm-hmm. like, uh, like, but the, the but the gentrification <laughs> of like fucking oh, fetus kind of right. fucked Can us. Can we even talk about that real quick? Yeah. <laughs> they have this shit called street corn for five fifty, my G. What the fuck is street corn? You know the elote man that comes around with nigga. The- they charge you five fifty for this. Five fifty, my G, <laughs> downtown, cause get the fuck out of here. I, first of all, I paid ten dollars for a burrito and it broke mm. my heart. But I was drunk at Cobra, so I was like, fuck it. You know what I mean? Here, I'm already downtown. Swipe it. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then I was like, and the, as I'm swiping the card, I was like, like street corn with like the Parmesan cheese and all. Yep. With the mayo. You guys are ch- five fifty. They're like, yeah. I was like, you guys are thieves. And man, I'm just, <laughs> I'm gonna just say this one time: calling all elote men, calling all elote. Go downtown, nigga. Make yourself a fucking billion dollars today. What? Sell guys? your street corn. What the fuck is that? Like a dollar fifty, two dollars at the most for some street corn, bro. Bro, the like the most is two dollars, and like yo, like that's still coming with a bag of chips, my nigga. Like, <laughs> and like the the little ones that look like orange slices. Exactly. Yeah, like it's what? still coming with something. Or like a snow cone, dude. What the fuck, dude? It, it was the gentrification. We we fell into it with the women. Of course, school had us. But even in school, bro, we were being creative. Remember, we put on shows at school. I hosted another poetry sh- at PC. Cause like, one of my most favorite things, man, was walking out to that stage at GCC, and like. Watching so much people be in there and they're sitting down. Uh, so I sat down on this fucking stage. I was like, I'm gonna be just like y'all, man. Yeah. I kicked it with these niggas. Yeah. Like, yeah, dog. <laughs> Yo, Bro, so. you imagine, man? Some fucking good times, man. But like, I think at the same time, like, you know, like these ladies, like, did have a point to do with it. I think. Cause even though that, like, most of our fucking poetry was not about that back then, like, we were just in. Like, it was so free love that, like, when you meet, like, you know, like, or, like, when you see a very refreshing girl, like, but you're like, I just want all of you. Like, I just want to. Bro, one of my most favorite things back in days was, like, yo, can we go have a milkshake? Milkshake, Yeah. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Trying to share this milkshake. Guys are dumb. Bro, I'm telling you, bro, like, and it would, like, work most of the time. And, like, genuinely, I just wanted to have a milkshake with you. But you know what's crazy about that, and especially at the time? Maybe they know uh, people, period, not just women, but I think people know how to react to it a little better now. But at that time, being so young and being so forward and they're like, look, I think you're bad and I wouldn't mind, you know, getting to humping and stuff. But like, I honest to goodness, just want a milkshake. Like, I, I just want to get to know you. I, like, I want to drink a milkshake across from a pretty face. Like, Yo, that's, so that's fucking it. True. That's all I want. Like, I don't want nothing else from me. And that's weird. That was like a weird thing to uh, a lot of girls. To people, period. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You remember, um, what was his name? I am Jones. Yeah, wow. bro. I can't remember his first name, but yeah, we used to call him I Am. Yeah, you remember I Am Jones? So this dude, uh, we were sitting in front of the library PC, and this is just what I mean. Like, uh, people didn't know how to react to the way that we approached anybody, not just women. Mm. Uh, this, uh, We were just sitting in front of the library at PC, and this gay dude started hitting on me, right? Mm. And I didn't know, like, I just thought he was being friendly. And I walked in, I was like, hey, he was, like, trying to holler, huh? And the guy was, and then I Am Jones was like, yeah. And I was like, that's funny. I was like, I wonder why. Uh-huh. He goes, because you talk to everybody like they're fucking girls, bro. And I was like, what? He goes, you're so soft, man. Like, you, like, the way you, like, talk to everybody was like if you're trying to holler at them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you're, like, just so, and he was like, you're so forward with everything, like. 
you're trying to holler at everybody. And I was like, no. It's like, I'm just being myself. Yeah, man. And people didn't know how to react to it at the time, man. That's a crazy fucking, like, masculine stigma, yo. But that was with everybody at that time, bro. Especially with the group that we kicked it in. Because we were so, like, we're not hugging and, like, kissing or... Because that shit's weird still, you know what I mean? But, like, we were okay to be open and forward and you know that like yeah bro man. to the point like i would give you like the shirt off my back type shit like yeah. anytime that you were hey yeah, like yeah, yeah i need a shirt uh, yeah. i got you <laughs> yeah, it was really like that and like even when it did come to the women like that bro and the shit hurt it was not it was not not okay to be like yo man like my feelings really hurt like i just need to come chill with y'all you know what i yo, mean yo that's like, so true people that these i mean like just that camaraderie of just like man just like literally like you got like 20 people just slumming it inside of a place at least just like all of it just like 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 people are writing people are painting people are doing this shit like it's and, and somebody's djing all at the same time while we're all doing this and then you have saudi around going taking like just live pictures you know what i mean just candid pictures man. and shit you know what i'm saying <clears throat> chris in the corner over there with his headphones on conducting a beat me and fucking Whoever else are writing a poem, like a tandem poem, Something. you know what I mean? Exactly. And, uh, fucking, or it was even me and you, you know what I mean, right. writing the shit. I think I was more into videos back then. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, you were making the videos. You were out there recording the shit. Man. And you, the wild part is that we weren't even drinking or smoking back then. Like Not at all. At all. Like, at all. The only ones that were drinking were like that were Saudi and Rashid. Because like they were a lot older. Yeah, like, they were. <laughs> like, a lot older. Like, you think about it. Maybe not Rashid. Like, Rashid's only a year older than us, but Saudi's, Saudi's like a... Like older than us. Hey, that's one thing that still scares me to this day, man. That an old ass nigga was hanging out with us like at such a young age. Uh, yeah, like I mean, he they, they he dropped got, some gems and everything. Oh yeah, he but, was giving us knowledge. You know what I mean? And he was showing us a good time, man. We had so much fun with that dude. It was ridiculous. Exactly. And it wasn't like just a random ass dude. He was oh, the yeah. homie's cousin. Who, don't get that wrong. Y'all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It wasn't just a random ass dude. We started. He was the homie's older cousin who just you know just liked to kick it, man. He would just throw parties and. It, it wouldn't be just... I mean, we'd be the only kids there, uh-huh. like, so to speak, kids, because everybody else was older, but it That's wasn't like true. he just had, like... He wasn't throwing parties for just children or nothing like that. It just That's... so happened that we were family of family, you know what I mean? Exactly. I think my... Like, the last summer, man, like, I had downtown was... Um, Saudi was, like, the last person, like, like who said, like, he's like, yo, before the summer's over, I want to get a video of you and Chris riding your bikes yeah. downtown. So, like, one day I'm like, cool. I was like, I'll meet you downtown. Like, he's like, nah, I'll meet you at Chris's house. So, this thing pulls up in that truck that, like, he ran everything over. Like, oh, sidewalk man. Saudi would go over. Like, everything. Like, there's nothing that could stop me. <laughs> retarded. So, fucking. So, like, we throw our bikes in the back, bro. And, like, fucking, like, just midway downtown. Like, he's like, all right, get out. I'm going to be in the back of the truck. Uh, Rashid's driving. Go. And we're just, like, riding behind him. So, like, he's like, Rashid, go faster. Like, he's like, y'all go faster. I'm like, nigga. That show was crazy. That was, like, the last fucking summer that, like, I think I had, like, fully downtown. Yeah, man. That was was some years back, bro. What's it going to be? 2019 in a few months? Exactly. And I think, what, that had to be be at least 20. 20. Like, yeah, like, had to be 2010? 10, 20. 10 at least 2010 bro and and like that's the funny thing because like i think some of the people might be hearing this and like be like downtown is fire now like it's like you i you can't explain the experience yeah like they have it now we created it like not that we said hey bring this shit over here but what i mean is like we created we we created 
the environment that's there. You know what I mean? And that's like, very true. What I mean by that is like, like, okay, you can go downtown and then now you have like film bar and then you have, uh, uh, I don't know, what's these weirdo ass clubs, weird like spots? Lost that, Leaf. Yeah, these places, you know what I mean? Yeah. These places downtown or... Uh, like, you have these places. When we were going there, they didn't have that shit. Like, that shit was not there. With the, I mean, we we didn't even need a building to get it lit. We were kicking it on a... We were cold kicking it on a corner or finding weirdo-ass places to take pictures at or something like yeah, that. I you know remember I mean? those like, days. I remember... And then the the, the homies, Rashid, Saudi, and, and Ade, they mm-hmm. all had a loft downtown. Remember? Did you ever party at one of them? I did, man. Like, uh, the one with the weird stairs? Yeah. The, that goes upstairs? Yeah. We we had one one time. We were throwing a party. And again, at this time, we weren't... I, at least I wasn't drinking or smoking or nothing like that, right? Mm-hmm. And Zuri and Mindy decided that they wanted to throw a party at... at Because at, uh, it was just... It was Rashid, Ade, and, and Saudi that were there. Mm-hmm. So they all decided to throw a party. And uh, the police ended up fucking coming through, you know what I mean, and shutting everybody down. I was an arrogant little ass at the yeah. time. I wasn't drinking. I had nothing. I didn't have a speeding ticket, brother. Like I had nothing. I'm like nothing, nothing brother. I, I didn't drink. I didn't smoke. I didn't. I nothing, brother. Like I, I was super clean. Now it's a different story. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyhow, uh, we. Uh, so the cop was like, "Everybody got to go," and I was like. No, I don't. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, you got to go. And I was like, I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm just chilling here. And he's like, all right, well, where's the owner of the house? It so happened the owner of the house was up on the roof of the apartment building doing something, smoking a blunt. Okay. And I looked at the cop straight in the face. I was like, he's on the roof doing something illegal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? And he just shook his head at me and went inside and told everybody else to go. And then the, he broke up the party, but only like maybe like 10, 10 of us ended up staying and we kicked it the whole night and talking shit, taking pictures and... Yo, those days were fire, man. Listening to music. Yo, shouts out to that. Like, I think... So, since you understand how we created fucking everything, like, now, like, finally the ex-girl <laughs> comes yeah. into play. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, ex-girl, um, she came to... How did you meet her? Because she came... Because I met her at, at the actual open mic. Who? Me? Yeah. My ex-girlfriend? No, like this girl. Oh, your girlfriend. No, the, the girl that we almost talked to. Oh, either of us. Yeah. I met her. Oh, you want to know how I met her originally? And originally. I didn't even know. I didn't even know. You ready for this story? I'm sorry. <laughs> let me. All right. So originally, I didn't even know that this was her the second time. Okay. So this was Valentine's Day, maybe 20, uh, like 2008, 2009, maybe. To make this like story like a bit more attaching... Like call her Carla. Carla. Like, fake name to kinda like hide her like hide you know, I like identity. Her name is Carla now. Mm-hmm. Alright, so uh, I was at a I was at a open mic and it was February. Uh, it was Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. So they gave us all like Valentine's cards and they and they had us wear name tags so any of the poets or anybody that you saw in the crowd you thought was good looking or you liked their poem or whatever. You know, give him a valentine. Yeah, I mean, hey, we, maybe she see you right there. Yeah. yeah, everybody was... I mean, it was just fun. You know what I mean? Grown people doing fun stuff. Mm-hmm. I, although I'm like 18 or some shit like that. 18. <laughs> um, anyhow, so I'm doing my poem and I'm looking around and I'm looking through the crowd and Shorty's sitting down in the crowd, bro. Mm-hmm. And I see her and I ain't gonna flex. When I see her, like I stumble over the poem and usually I'm... Man, ain't no fucking me up. Like, when I'm on stage, I'm killing. <laughs> but like I saw her and I was like, wow. You know what I mean? I think I even said wow even. I ain't gonna flex to you, bro. She's fucking bad. Like, she was just sitting there looking fly. Anyway, I said the slick-ass poem about being 
good at humping or whatever, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I was just talking shit, you know what I mean? But I, I made it wasn't I didn't say it like that. It was poetic and it was ecstasy. I mean, it was some mm-hmm. dumb shit. Anyhow, when I said it, the girl she was sitting with, they kind of was just like, hmm, you know what I mean? Did that like okay eyed each other, tilt their head type shit, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Accepted the moment. Anyway, long story short, on the on the card because I'm super cheesy, especially at the time I was. Uh, my size, it said from, and I put my name, Steven, and it said, um, to, I said, I don't know your name, but I think you're really pretty. And I just gave her the card and I was like, Hey, have a good Valentine's day and gave her a hug and went on. I didn't expect her to say anything when I yeah. gave her the card. I was just like, Hey, happy Valentine's day. And she was like, Oh, Hey, what's your name? I was like, like, time out when I, when I wasn't prepared. I got to talk to you now. <laughs> and I just said Steven or something. I was like, gave her a hug and have a good Valentine's Day. So cut. Mm-hmm. About a year or so later when I start doing my open mics. Okay. She finds me somehow and I was like, and she was like, hey, you're the guy that does poems, right? And I was like, yeah. She was like. And so I told her, yo, come through my show. We're about to have a contest. Uh, I'm going to sign you up. You might mm-hmm. win a prize, right? Mm-hmm. So she comes through, and we get to talking. I give her my number, and we get to talking for a couple of days. And then she was like, you really don't know who I am, huh? Because it was like three days had passed. And I was like, no, I don't. She was like, you don't remember you gave me a Valentine's? And I was like... Yo. That was you? Yeah. <laughs> what up, girl? I was like, I can't talk to you no more. Uh-huh. And I said Valentine's. I mean Valentine. <laughs> like Valentine. <laughs> uh, but I, uh, yeah, I freaked out. And then she, and then the second time I ever saw her was at that open mic, though, where we all did And she contest. came up. Yeah. We had a contest, I think, because I was, like, chopping it up in the corner because, like, that's the first time I met her. Like, so, like, but you were on stage. So, but you were handling, like, you know, just being the MC. So... After I went up and she went up, so like I like I was just chopping it up, and then so she's like, "Yo, like I like I really liked your poem," and I think at the time Zuri was reading off like you know like the comments and like you yeah, know like yeah. you know like the score, and like one of them was just Ali is sexy, and like I'm like, "All right, let's go, let's go." <laughs> but um, so we're chopping it up, and then like bro, like everything is going so right, and then so she's like, back then like when like a girl like really like kind of. Uh, tickled your intellect uh-huh. like man it was like it was everything like now I kind of expect it from you because like mm-hmm. you know like it comes with age you know like but um but like w- when it came with that and then so like homegirls like tickling the intellect and everything's working out she invites me down to her church and then so she's like it's not a religious thing but it's holla at it so like but you come through some people are playing music some people are singing like so like they're just going back to back you know like everything's going cool so I was like, all right, cool. So un- unbeknownst, uh, uh, like I'm going to use it like so, but it's one time. Unbeknownst to me, on Sunday, I tell Stephen, hey, man, tomorrow, bro, like are you, you know, trying to go to Carla's church thing? Like he's like, oh, yeah, bro, she just invited me to that. I was going to ask you. And like I looked at him, I was like. I thought it was more of like a, you know, like a personal thing. <laughs> like, honestly, <laughs> I got tricks and like, you know, I got bamboozled. And like, so we go to this thing. Like, and like, I think both of us are kind of like, you know, like we didn't care that much. Like, we're like, fuck it. So we take the backpacks, right? We take the notebooks, you know? So we take everything like ready to go into this thing. And what happened inside of this place, dude? It was a whole church service, a whole Catholic church service, bro. It, bro. it was like niggas were like preaching to us about everything that was like fucking going on. Like 
it's it started off as like when he started talking about evangelists. It, it's like, like I don't like. Okay, cool. We just go to church, or whatever. But I don't think people understand what's going on. Like, we're in a Catholic church. One, mm-hmm. you're Muslim, and I'm the devil. Like, exactly. Like, what are we doing here? Uh, what are we doing? Here? <laughs> <laughs> what? Thinking first of all that it's just gonna be. People singing and dancing and open micing it, you know. What yeah, I mean? just labbing it up. No, it, like there was no types of lab, and like um, I knew that like the pettiness was like strong in us because like we didn't even tell homegirl like we instantly like we're like all right, man, on three, like we're just gonna get up and we're just gonna start walking out. Like don't even look back. I brought my niece. I felt bad. I god damn man, what do we do after that? <laughs> we went to Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's how life went. Like, when girls got you, like, in, like, some type of, like, fucking salty-ass mood for shit like that back in the days. Like, like this is what fucking happened. You go to Burger King. It gets so much better. Like, the story's not fucking done. And then after, Steven, what happens? I don't know what happened. Homegirl meets a guy. Oh, yeah, that's right. She did meet a dude. Bro, so Carla meets a guy. Like... The guy looks like like what like when I tell you like he looks like Steven's fraternal twin. But, like that is your twin. But he's better looking. No, bro. Yeah. Like I think like he's a bit more um like he's plump. Yeah. You know, like he's just like a bit like it's But he he's just shorter than I am. I'm, yeah. just, I'm just taller. He's better looking. Just keep it a buck. Short dudes up, man. Fuck it. Like, you know. You know, they I mean It's twenty eighteen. And he got it. They got kids, they're married. Get your height up is all I'm trying to like, say. Just get your height up. It's, I mean, I ain't even that tall, but I'm taller than him. Yo, so this dude looks identical to you. And then it moves on to a fucking point that this girl was so religious that so she's like, only my husband is going to like take my virginity. And then, bro, she gets married to this guy and then probably like after like, you know, like does the whole deed and like... And like in my heart, I'm just pissed off for you. Like it's not like the only thing I'm saying. Like it's... I would have just been like, baby girl, are you kidding me right now? You, the colder part is her, uh-huh. the dude that she was going to marry, the husband, mm-hmm. was talking to another one of our friends at the time. That you knew about? Yeah. He was talking to, uh, let's call her, let's, let's call her Murray. Uh-huh. <laughs> yo, telepathically, yo, that shit, like, if you don't got great friends like that, like, you just say a fake name and you just, like, <laughs> say word. At the very same time, he had to tell Murray, Murray. <laughs> <laughs> that he was actually going to start talking to uh, Carla. Carla. <laughs> so... He told Murray, and then, like, he kept it straight, just 100, like, hey, man, I'm out. Yeah, pretty much. Like, What a cold were, piece. And they were, I don't know if they were talking like they were going on dates yet or anything, but he was definitely, like, good night and good morning there all the time. Okay, man, like, that's already, like, <laughs> man, that's already far enough. That's, that's a something, ain't that something? That is, man. <laughs> Bro, like, I think at that, like, at those times, like... You also had the girls that had the signatures that like had the guy's name and like and her name. (laughs) Yeah, man. Goddamn! Shouts out to those days. But so Carl. Okay, so Murray. 
Murray was the girl that he was talking to that like and I'm we talking both like Colt as, did she no but she was uh, Murray didn't show up to that church thing with us she didn't go to the church. She didn't go to the church thing no. with her. Are you sure? Yeah, like because I, I remember maybe I went to a different one because she went to meet up with Cuz at somewhere at a somewhere that I went with. She was like, "Steven, you got to go with me. I'm scared." You know what I mean? Just yeah. being like nervous, like but punk, not scared of him or anything, but just like, "Oh, I'm nervous." You know what I mean? Hey man, is it kind of weird that it, like if a dude invites you to a church, like if like if a girl like does, I get it, but if a dude does it, I just feel. Strange. Is it just me or is it just... I'm not going anymore. I'm not. (laughs) So, like, I was talking to Shorty, brother, like, Mm. she lived far. And, like, not that we were talking, like, it wasn't going to be anything serious, I I don't think. But, like, I would go way the fuck to the west side and she would come way the fuck to the east side. Yeah. We'd cook dinner for each other and shit, just being weirdo kids. She got me to go to church. Like, I don't go to church. Like, you know what not I mean? one bit. Nah, I don't do that thing. I went to a Catholic church. I And I went to... <laughs> <laughs> she dared me. She was like, I bet you won't go. And I was like, hold on. First of all... I ain't no bitch. For that, that was first of all. Like, mm-hmm. don't tap into my petty side because I will embarrass you. Exactly. You know? Like, <laughs> and then you're pretty and I want to talk to you and, like, cuddle. And all that other... So if you want me to go to church and be in church, maybe that's what it was, dude. Maybe she was really trying to be with me, but she was trying to be like, hey, I need you to be into the church because I need you to get your soul right. And that nigga like probably read one chapter of the Bible. And was like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, no up? flex press like, <clears throat> at the time because I was young and single and had a lot of freedom it was my first semester single in college i was doing weird shit mm-hmm. i wasn't with it at the time but thinking back at it now mm-hmm. if shorty wanted me to get into the church with her you would have done it i'd have done it like like just like one hand just all the way goddamn like i ain't gonna be no devout catholic but if you need me to understand where you're coming from <laughs> <laughs> i'm there like We're here i'll read the bible with you we could pray together now i ain't gonna be sitting there Guiding it out with you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but she wants to go scripture for scripture. Like, I ain't gonna sit there with you, like, Job 13, verse, you know, whatever. I don't know none of that, but if you need me to understand where you're coming from and get with you on a spiritual level, I'm with you now. Hey, man, like, I'm just like, if I'm smoking weed and just like come find me at that time and like be like, hey, like, I'm gonna spit something to you and just tell me, like, if you understand it. And just be like, oh, yo, so that's what he did? That's what he did. He went over what? Yeah. Yeah. One of her homegirls, because I got cool with her a little bit. I got to kicking it with her family and everything. First of all, they're amazing singers. But um, they they had a friend, uh, and one of their friends had this boyfriend. I can't remember because of his name. Real cool dude, though. He he was like that. You could tell he just wasn't a churchgoer. He was only going because his lady was into it. You know what I mean? And he wanted to be supportive. He came out one time at the church, and we're still on the church grounds now, but we he stepped outside the building, and he was like, man, these niggas is crazy. <laughs> he just stepped out the door. We're on the grounds now. We're standing in front of the fountain, my guy. <laughs> at the same time, you can't even knock it, G. I'm sitting there laughing. I was like, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, you might you might be onto something there, my guy. Yo, that's so true. Hey, man, I know it's Tuesday, yeah. but Steven, just look behind you right now. Uh-huh. There's a hell of a game going on. Yes. Oh, goodness. And there's what? a hell of a game going on. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, and they got the ball? Yeah, bro. Oh, goodness. Goddamn. Hey, man, what time is it? Okay, Steven, talk to them for five minutes. I'm going to go pee, bro. I need... Mm-hmm. Hey, man, we just out here. I'm going to get hey, man, you something. You still got a shot? A shock? You, you you wanna take a shot? Yeah, yeah. yeah like I think. Okay, Ali. Like, Ali's like, gonna get me to drink a shot with him on a Tuesday because this is Tuesday. Exactly. <laughs> what do I talk to y'all for about five minutes? Let's see. Um, <clears throat> I don't know, man. There's a lot to talk about. Like first and foremost, you ever went to go pick up one of your friends after his girl kicked him out of their crib? And as you're getting all of his things together, his girlfriend screaming at you like, that's right. Get your ain't shit friend. Uh-huh. Ain't shit. And you got to sit there and just take it because you don't want to be in the middle of it. And then she started getting personal. Be like, uh-huh. Little dick. That's why he's always mad. Always angry because he got a small dick out here. Now he broken up. You're going to let all the other hoes. I was out here satisfied with the little dick. And then you just got to be like, come on, bro. Let's go get a burrito. I don't want to deal with this right now. Leave the shit. We'll come get it later when she go to work. And then you go to work. That's just what I think about sometimes. I don't know if you do. Because I've been that guy before, man, and it's not fun. You ladies be just throwing stuff out like I'm supposed to be involved in it. Like I told a stupid ass to cheat on you or something like that. Like I gave him that hoes number. Like, hey, man, your girl ain't shit. This is the one you need. I wouldn't do that to nobody. I don't care all that much. You don't care about like all that. I do not give a damn. You know what I'm saying? I think yeah. Like by the end of the day, ladies, y'all need to understand that some men like will get mad or like you know like try to like argue back with you about not being shit. If you tell me that like, hey baby girl, like you don't mean enough to like make me uh, react to your shit. Like I really don't care. Don't care. Do not like. Not even a little bit. Oh man, are we taking this out of the fucking mason jar? We take it just back to moonshine, taking it all the way back to 99. It's fucking Tuesday. It's Tuesday morning. We got to get ready like Tuesday morning, like some way, somehow. Right, man? Hey, man, I've come a long way. I just want you to know. Like, like I want you, like, me too, man. I think this is like the worst decision I made all week. Yeah, without I, a doubt. Man. I, like, I think we're getting somewhere, like, if this is like the worst thing that we did. Yeah, this is terrible. And that's, right. Hey, man. Salute. Uh, but the... Cheers always says... Oh, yeah. Uh, the chosen ones from the land of the frozen sun. Where drunk nights get remembered more than sober ones. Goddamn. Let's throw so, you. Whew! As we were drinking fucking vodka, like... We are straight white girls. Like, I mean, like... White girls and vodka go hand in hand. If you ever want to get that, but... All right, man, back to the story about men. So, Stephen married a homegirl. She was part of the church. Oh, yeah. I think, like, I, like no, I would not be, like, another church-going person again. I think, like, church is a big thing that, man, half of us, like, really got to talk about. Because, like, it, man, it, like, if you have God, like, but you know God. So, yeah. I think, like, a lot of people kind of expect you to go through those, like, certain types of shit. I'm not going to do it. Bro. <clears throat> I know this is a horrible segue, but like I was getting crucified like Jesus the other day. <laughs> Straight just dragged on Snapchat. Like when I tell you <laughs> fucking niggas were like, 
sending me all these comments. Like, some of them were good. Some of them were bad. Like, and I was just so confused. So, I had a hateful Wednesday, right? You know, so, if y'all don't follow me on Snapchat, yo, that's slowmay 1990 Just drop a snap right quick. Oh, Wu, it's Steven. How do you spell Wu? Um, I think it's W-O-O. It's Steven. I'm pretty funny. Follow me. Hell yeah. So... You know, under you know the fucking premise I have on Hateful Wednesdays is like I talk about something that like that like that I do hate, and then I tell you why I hate it. Okay, so uh, yeah, because like, <laughs> like you know I have uh, motivational Monday. You know, like in life is all about balance, bro. Like you know we got to balance out everything. Levels spelled backwards is levels. There's got to be a balance. And there you fucking go. Levels are leveling. Level is, I was like, yeah, like, <laughs> hey, look at I just took a shot of vodka, don't quote me. <laughs> don't quote me on this shit. So, fucking, bro, the mind just goes. It just, yeah. uh, fucking hateful Wednesday. Yeah, hateful Wednesday. And then, so, these Better. fucking, like, assholes, so I go on there, and, like, it was barely when fucking, what's his name, Bill Cosby, oh, yeah. like, went into prison. Yeah. So, Bro, so I think no one really got like what the fuck I was trying to say because like nobody was really paying attention. I was like, all right, man. I was like, even though like how much of a fucking like weasel this nigga is, like I'm so glad that he's in prison, like, and I'm so glad like he's away for all this like heinous shit. Like he deserves to be like in the coldest part of hell, and like she should understand the severity of that shit. Yeah. So I was like, just to understand that, I was like, but guys, like, don't like let it take the fact away that it took. For him to try to buy NBC for his news to leak. So someone felt threatened. And I was like, it got to a point that like all these girls like just start coming out. And they're like, it got to a point, bro, like homegirls are going on interviews. Homegirls are going on podcasts. A girl dropped an album for it. Or you could think about it a different way. Is like, thank God he tried to buy NBC or else we wouldn't have ever known the evils of him. But that's very true. But just hold on. I'm like, but so I'm kind of like explaining that whole premise, right? Yeah, I'm still yeah. explaining it over to people, right? Yeah. So I'm like, all right, so this is what happened. And like, I'm like, secondly, I was like, and I think I'm so glad for those girls to come out because like the only way that we can fix like society is by actually being aware of the things that are happening yeah. in society. Yeah. So this shit happens and like I'm like, yo, that like the thing that I really hate though is how much people are in power right now and we don't know their dirty little secrets, yeah, right? Yeah, everybody. I say it. that, then I start getting dragged because apparently I'm standing up for Bill Cosby. People don't know how to take anything with context, bro. I swear to fucking God, man, but they don't. Like, I think everyone's in the zone of, I just want to get offended. Yeah, that's a lot of it, man. People people don't like listening a whole lot anymore. Well, that's just like a rule. Like, people only people don't listen. They just wait for their turn to talk. Mm. But it's even more like, there's, there's no such thing as nuance or context anymore. You know what I mean? It's everything so black and white. And, like, life isn't that way at all. You know what no, I mean? Like, there's some grays. I can give you like a, I don't know, advice about a particular relationship, but that same advice wouldn't apply to the next person because there's nuance to it. You know what I mean? There's, exactly. There's certain things that happen <clears throat> that led to this point and those have to take in, you know, you have to factor those in when you're coming up with the outcome, right? So when you just say, pe people just look at everything as a blanketed statement now. So when you just mention, and they're trigger words now, so when you even just mention 
Bill Cosby's name and it isn't followed with anything like he should burn in hell. Anything besides that is completely out of context because, of course, that's how any reasonable human being would react. The brother is accused of raping 80 women. Like, that's, okay, maybe the first 10 you don't want to believe because it's Bill Cosby, but... 80, 87 80? and a half. But like, there was a midget one in there. <laughs> and there was... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but after that, like, come on. There's no way in hell, you know what I mean? Even if it was just one of the 80 rested, I mean, burn in hell, you True. know what I mean? But it, when you say anything that isn't Bill Cosby is the scum of the earth, it's, it's, it's completely out of context because they if it's not this, then it's wrong. You know what I mean? But again, there's so much nuance to it. It's like, okay, yeah, I agree with everybody that for the most part, Bill Cosby should be reprimanded bro like you know what i mean he he deserves something but again let's not take away from the fact that it that your doctor your favorite actor uh james franco uh all your of, teacher back in the days like all of them you know what i mean like these are all nasty men that aren't that don't have to live up to their to their wrongdoing as well you know what i mean but i don't know this is it's a real weird thing about bill cosby man cuz <clears throat> like you could say you don't believe it and which is I don't know personal choice I guess however you want to view the world but I don't know man just saying that he shouldn't go to jail just for the fact that nobody else is and you know he, yeah. he just happens to be a black dude I don't know, man. Like Bill Cosby should definitely go to jail. Like yeah. I'm so glad that Bill Cosby. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right like, like stop. Like yeah. I said, any reasonable human, any reasonable thinking human being understands that. But the the other part of it is like, well, it why why he shouldn't be in there because he didn't go to jail. Like I I don't agree with that. We like, shouldn't start pointing fingers too. Like yeah. the system is flawed, and we understand that. But when we win, we win. You know what I mean? Like, That's. Bro, but would you ever expect it from Bill Cosby? I, I didn't grow up with him like that, so I didn't know the brother like that. But Pudding? Did you I, grow up Pudding Pops? <laughs> that shit's crazy. And to think it all started with a joke from, uh, what's his name? Hannibal Burris. Yeah, bro. And, like, it just opened <laughs> up, like, this fucking, oh, man. It's, like, I want you, like, and the the other dude that's in, like, fucking court now, the Supreme Court. Oh, yeah. Bro, um, and, like, the most, like, horrible thing that, like, he ever did, and, like, I think, like, this is gonna go over some people's heads, but the people that get this, two points for you, Glenn Coco. <laughs> so, uh, so he said that this is all a ploy from the Democratic Party, yeah. and I'm totally paraphrasing, but, like, that's yeah. the gist of it, you know? Yeah. And then, so, you're never supposed to fucking mix partisans and like law together like what the yeah. fuck is wrong with you g and you know that that's uh, another thing about either of these this uh kavanaugh dude and bill cosby mm -hmm. is that in either of these stories nobody really cares about the victims in either of them. like that is not the narrative that's so true like for bill cosby one it's either you're you're either you don't believe it and of course i just discredit the victims altogether so that's just whatever if you don't believe it mm -hmm. but if you're the type that says well okay we understand this but they're only crucifying him because of nbc or they're only crucifying him because he was this prominent man in our culture blah 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 yeah that's you know what i mean that's uh you're not thinking of the victims you're you're only thinking of the like the political force that it's bringing now okay now they're crucifying another one of our people in our culture 
But okay, cool. But what about the victims now? Like, if it was true, can we think about them? Exactly. And then in this Kavanaugh thing, it's for me. Fuck partisans. Everybody's a bunch of assholes. But the Democrats, to me, only because whether you believe it or not, which I do, I believe that this dude is nasty because he, he was just giving a horrible interview. Mm. But um, yo, that nigga was stupid. It was just gross. But it, even in that, neither of them are thinking about the victim or victims that have come forward. It seems like the Democrats are only trying to use this to stall the Supreme Court vote so they can get a FBI investigation. And then the, Dem- uh, the Republicans think that the Democrats are doing just that. Nobody in there at all is thinking about if this is true or not. They don't care if it's true or not. They just think... They're trying it's to, the other side. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, nobody, in either of these cases, the women, I mean, which is good because the women have already went through enough if it is true. But the victims of it and their story is completely left out of it completely because you're getting caught up in some political nonsense. You know what I mean? Hey, yo, that's so true. Who do, we don't want this Supreme Court justice because he's a, a Trump supporter, or, but they're doing this because they don't want, you know what I mean? Like, Neither of them are paying any attention to the people who are actually involved in this, whether they did it or not. And then even then and there, they were saying something like, <clears throat> this very may, this could have happened, and it probably did happen, it just wasn't this guy. I'm like, so you believe her story enough to understand that she was sexually assaulted, but not enough to believe it was this dude? That's fucking stupid. That's cold-blooded, ain't it? Like, none, ne- neither of them are thinking of the victims. Right? Okay, like, is that why, like, um, like a lot of, like, girls don't come out to, like, actually talk about this? Like, like, because, like, we think, like, it kind of just falls on, like, you know, it's, it's, it's deaf ears kind of, you know? It is definitely mm. deaf ears, man. Well, I, you know what I mean? I, I couldn't tell you. I'm not a woman to speak about these sort of things, man. So I couldn't tell you, but I, what I do think is, is molestation and rape is a lot about, um, control and mm. power of course it is because people are nasty and they want what rape is mm-hmm. but um, I, it, a lot of it has to do with control and like a power thing about it so a lot of the reason I believe that people you know what I mean rape is because they want that sort of power over you you know what I mean and power enough that they're that they know you're not going to speak about it you know what I mean that they have power enough that mm. Yeah, I might have done this, but um, I have enough power over you now where it's gonna where you're just, not gonna tell anybody. You're just gonna fall into obscurity now. You know what I mean? This is just gonna be another memory that's had. Hey, there's no pun intended, but is it like Stockholm syndrome? <laughs> I know I'm pointing it at the Spectre, but it could be, man. And like, it's it, it has a lot to do with psychologically because you could. I mean, just imagine, bro, like. When you see it on the news, because I mean, in interpersonal relationships and in like in small communities that don't get aired, I think for the most part, people do the right thing. I think community bands around people who are hurt and want to take down the bad guys, at least from what I've seen in my experience. Mm. Of course, on the TV, we only put the bad things, but of course, that's all we follow. Life imitates art, imitates yeah. life. Yeah, you know, that's a whole nother subject. But when you see that when you, that's all you see on the TV man and nobody wants to come forward man when you know that it's a misogynistic world you you start getting into the patriarchy and you know that no matter what happens unless you get the kit right away unless you report right away nothing really happens and then and then again it's a power thing right so if this guy has a has is in a power position or has this 
I guess, false sense of power over a person, how could you beat that? How could you beat that power? You know what I mean? No exactly. matter what you do. And then you get into it, oh, you're a liar, and then how can you actually prove it? And then when you can't prove it, you're just somebody who's coming forward, false claim. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's a, it's a, it's a cold-blooded thing, man. That's a real fucked up little subject, man. Yeah, man. Yo, shout out to like everyone that like went through that. And like I think if you went through that, Personally, me, man, like, but you should make it a bit more vocal because, like, I think, you know, to just literally fix society, like, oh, we must be aware of the problems in society. Or internalize it, fuck it, like, or keep it in, you know what I mean? Whatever you need to do to maintain, just, you know what I mean? Mm. Well, you know what I mean? Whatever you got to do to survive, do that. But it, I I believe, you know, it's, it, I was watching Dave Chappelle last night. It was a, a, one of his specials on Netflix, and he was saying something about... Um, he was saying that we have to take uh, we have to take a look at South Africa and, and what they did with apartheid and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And they were saying that uh, if people who take part and benefit from the power of uh, of a power structure, mm-hmm. they're not the abusers; they're victims of the power structure. You know what I mean? Okay. So instead of looking at people that are in power as um, like you're the enemy, you're just benefiting from a system that was put in place before you even got here. Right? Damn. So you you got to look at it as your victims now, but to cure everything, everybody has to admit in the wrongdoing that they all took part in. So it's like how they got rid of apartheid is that okay? Now you're gonna admit your political uh, ah, there's a stronghold. Term. Yeah, like yeah. there's a term for it that I can't think of, but like where you went wrong at, you're gonna admit it. We're not gonna put you at fault at it anymore because you're just admitting what you're a victim of at this point, right? So you get into this like this and into these conversations like that is that I mean of, of course we gotta if you admit to raping I believe you should die get a ten foot pole in your ass fuck you you know what I mean booty cheeks you get all kinds of booty cheeks yeah. <laughs> what I mean is like um, the only way to heal certain things like this and where it's where it'll create a society where people uh, of rape victims are okay to come forward is if. Now, we just got to change the whole power structure, the whole paradigm shift, like, and be candid in conversations just like this, where it's, where it's uncomfortable to speak about it, but the truth, you know what I mean? The truth like that is uncomfortable. So I think if we create space, and again, maybe, maybe people come forward and admit to where we, where we didn't think we were wrong and we were, because like, man, we played games in fifth and sixth grade where girls had to come grab our you know what I mean yeah. without us knowing you know what I mean and yeah. that's like that's some weird shit to think of you know what I mean when you're first born as a young computer, kid yeah. you know I mean? some random ass girl just coming up and grabbing your junk because it's a dare that all the girls are involved in you know what I mean like that's weird and that's not okay for kids to be doing you that's know what I mean that's not okay so if I mean things like that if we can all admit to weird certain things like that man I think we create an environment where it's uncomfortable of course man but like yeah, I think it's necessary, man, because we got to stop this shit, man. With all of the Me Too movements, the Harvey Weinstein's, and I swear to God, Bill yeah, Cosby's, like, bro, needs like, to stop somewhere. It, like it's got it's something, brother. Like something about it, and uh, and it, we have to. We got like, and not that we have some sort of big sense of responsibility, man. Because I, I don't believe we have to do it for everybody, just the ones that are closest to us. Mm-hmm. But we, as people, not just as men, but as people need to create spaces for other people to be okay with this. And I, I think we do a pretty good job of it within ourselves. But uh, speaking just 
I mean, personally, about mm-hmm. me, you, mm-hmm. uh, Johnny, Mary, everybody, you know what I mean? We create a pretty good space uh, to express ourselves, but I think we need to do that bigger with more people, even if it is uncomfortable, you know what I mean? We still need to talk about it. Yeah, I, exactly. think, so. I think so, man. I think so. Because we got to take it away, man. And again, admit to the weird little things like that, because like, girls really did. Like It was like an everyday thing. They couldn't like speak, or they couldn't sit down, or they couldn't do something until they tuck some dude's crotch, dude. Like, it was a weird thing that they did to this man. Like, and I don't know Yo, that why. shit got to you. <laughs> that shit is weird, because, like, I didn't expect it. Like, the first, I was like, why are you doing that? That shit is weird. Like, you know what I mean? Being a kid just going through puberty, you didn't know what the fuck was happening. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that shit was weird. They stopped but, touching my dick. Yeah. I mean, guys did the same shit. I guess you, I, guys had some weird game like that, too, that they would play, but... But the most weirdest thing I did was in third grade, uh, it's this girl named Lindsay John... Lindsay... Haas, Haas, okay? <laughs> Shouts out to her. Uh, so she was the very first girl to ever get a bra in our class, and I would always snap it. See, and that's, and we didn't know at the time we're kids, you know what I mean, playing mm-hmm. games, but that's the type of shit that I mean. Even if it is uncomfortable, that's like, we didn't. Like, I didn't know, yeah, like what? We <laughs> grow up to be like weird ass pedophiles or nothing like that, you know what I mean? Just. Weird shit like it was that. a weird way that you wanted to tell a girl that she was cute, but like you had no other way, so like you yeah. you picked the most awkward way yeah. to yeah. That shit's weird, man. It's uh, it's it, a fuck them all, bro. Hey, man, yo, shots out to that, yo, man. I'm gonna end the fucking episode right here, guys. Yo, thanks for tuning in for another fucking week. Yo, this is your boy Low Main. Trust me, I think like the conversation that we had on here, like we can honestly like have face to face. If you like, if y'all want to, we can all meet up at like a, at a local park or some shit, right, bro? I'm not yeah. meeting up. I'm not. No, what the fuck? I'm Holla at me on Instagram, Fresh Prince of the West. <laughs> Holla at me on Lowway1990 on Snapchat. Trust me. As soon as you talk to me, I talk back. Drop your socials, my guy. Uh, just woo with Steven. I'm on the Snapchat. Uh, just read a book, man. Just. Read a book, y'all. Exactly. Just, <laughs> hey, make sure to drink your water. Tip your bartender. Peace.